0: Welcome to the Eurowhat, episode number 49 for the week of April 29th, 2019. I'm Ben Smith, and I'm joined, as always, by Mike McComb. Hey, Mike. Hello. We are a pair of Americans trying to make sense of the Eurovision Song Contest, and this week we'll be talking about the last six songs of the second semifinal. We did it, Mike. We made it to the end of the semifinals.
1: Oh my goodness. It's felt like such a long process this year, hasn't It, it? It has,
0: and like it doesn't usually feel like this much of a journey. But yeah. it's, just, it's just a weird year. It's just a weird 2019 for everyone, including the Eurovision Song Contest.
1: Yeah, and uh, it's creeping up fast. Rehearsals oh, yeah, like, are starting Saturday.
0: Yeah, which feels weirdly early.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're starting a day earlier than usual. I think they've typically started on Sundays in the past, but uh, there is a national holiday on the Wednesday of rehearsal week, so they're taking that time off, and um yeah looking at the schedule it's kind of nice they have it broken up it's very compartmentalized so like all of the first round of rehearsals will happen then they have their break then they get into the second round of rehearsals and then then it's showtime yeah then it's, it's almost yeah, here I know. I, like
0: it is may this week and somehow that just snuck up on me there is nothing in the way of news because everybody is packing their bags to go to tel aviv yes so uh, shall yeah. we talk
1: about the six from the second yeah, semifinal that we it. need to get to yes yeah this
0: is the the last six of the second semifinal and those are russia albania norway the netherlands north macedonia and azerbaijan so starting things off is russia and sergey lazarev with scream the wheel fall So sergey is no stranger to the eurovision song contest he last represented russia in 2016 where he was very favored going in and they had a very impressive presentation he won the televote but he finished third overall behind ukraine who won that year and australia so he he may be back for revenge he may just he's, he's back russia after last year kind of needed to bring in the big guns and that's sergey he's a major pop star in russia uh, he finished second on dancing on ice in 2006 uh, he won Circus of the Stars in 2008. He was in a boy band. Uh, he ha- he just has, like, quite the resume.
1: Yeah, like, he always seems busy on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, he- he's a good follow. I-, I do recommend it. And according to his IMDB, his nickname is Laser Boy, with a Z. So...
0: <laughs> I mean, if you're going to call yourself Laser Boy, you might as well use a Z. Sure. Um, yeah. And th- that just feels like a very self-appointed nickname, which that's not how nicknames work, Sergey yeah well uh, is, but yeah <laughs> so, one, so yeah he's he's back with scream and it's a ballad i mean it's a perfectly serviceable ballad if a bit overwrought looking at this song in the field of 18 in its semi-final I'm like yeah it's gonna get through uh russia if nothing else loves to throw money at their performances at eurovision but like i just wonder what this is gonna do in the larger field
1: Yeah, I mean, this is definitely Russia's brute force strategy like they used in 2008, where it's just like, oh, we're going to have like Olympic figure skaters and like dramatic staging and just like. All, all of the things. And mm-hmm. I have no doubt that this is going to qualify. I mean, as soon as they said that it was, it was Sergey coming back, it was just like, oh, OK. It's yeah, like, they're, yeah they're, they're, they're not messing around. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm actually really disappointed to not be in Tel Aviv because uh, Sergey and Madonna on the same ticket. Like, that's that would have been nice. But mm-hmm. my question about this one is if it's going to be the victim of epic fatigue. Mm hmm. Like,
0: well, yeah, because,
1: yeah, because, like, this past weekend, uh, Avengers Endgame came
0: out, followed immediately by the Game of Thrones big episode,
1: right? And, like, the Game of Thrones finale is the same weekend as Eurovision, and, like, I think everybody's just tired, everybody needs like, a nap, yeah, yeah, and if the staging is at all like what the music video was and just kind of thinking back to what the 2016 performance was, where it was just like incredible visual. It was just like, Oh, there's just, too much, and yeah, like it would, it would be nice if Russia would do something understated, but that is not in that is, playbook. That is, <laughs> so. that is not the Russian
0: way, no, no. But so, yeah, like it is. I just think back to last week where we were discussing prospect of Croatia and Russia trading songs, and mm-hmm. the more I think about that, the more I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like this one, it's I don't know, it's it's fine, and again, it's gonna get through, I have no doubt. Oh, yeah. I feel like it starts at about a 9 out of 10, and it just kind of never lets up. And that's a lot for three minutes. You can't do anything dynamically if you just kind of start at that level.
1: Yeah, And if you start kind of picking at it, like, just, like, from a composition and, like, the technical standpoint of it, like, the lyrics are really all over the place and... There's not a relatable story no, it's, it, going on. Well, yeah, like we
0: have the dream team behind this one. hmm And you know, sometimes the dream team whiffs and it's okay.
1: Yeah, like this this is not, this is not uh, no this is a not. recreation of Moldova last year. So.
0: No. That would be very <laughs> but, amusing though.
1: Yeah, like what hmm picturing that staging with uh with, with, th- this, with this, song, this song playing. And it over just does it. not uh, work. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we might put that video up on YouTube. I don't yeah, <laughs> Just trying to find <laughs> the 30-second the
0: yeah. bit where that works. I don't. It think, might be I don't the end where they're bowing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do, do not think that exists.
1: I also just feel like people aren't talking about
0: this one yeah. as much yeah. as other like, entries. It's very high with the bookies, but I don't feel like anybody's discussing it.
1: I don't think people necessarily hate it. I think people are underwhelmed by it, but that's mm-hmm. not the same thing as disliking a song. Right. Um, exactly. But just but the expectations for this one were so high that I I think it would have been nearly impossible for him for people to not be underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And like I still think back to when this song debuted and it, like, it instantly dropped in the rankings. Yeah. it, I it, mean, like, it's, it took 15 minutes. It's it, like, oh, that that's just mean. It, it's <laughs> mean like it caught its way back, but
0: I don't I don't understand why. Because again. It's there, and I don't actively dislike it, but mm-hmm. I don't actively go, yes, time to listen to Sergei Lazarev's Scream. Yeah, it's definitely not the first thing <laughs> I pick in the playlist. No, it's, no, with 41 songs, it's not the first one I go to.
1: I, I see this one playing more of a spoiler role in terms of just pulling points away from
0: other favorites.
1: Yeah. But I, I don't see a clear path to victory for No, because, like,
0: well, Ukraine isn't participating this year. Mm -hmm. so the the now that they would be getting 12
1: points from them yeah
0: like the usual animosity that that is is present and that we don't Mm -hmm. talk about because your vision is not political drank so that's not going to be there but also not going to be there a lot of the ssrs like a lot of those former states because like this it's just all over the place this year the former ssrs will be there for giving out points but like are they going to give their points to russia i mean it, probably a yeah. few of them here and there i
1: don't see this as being a block vote recipient no yeah like it's yeah this 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 is just another weird anomaly that is the 2019 contest I yeah
0: think. just like everybody's in a mood and just like this we're sending mm-hmm. this yeah uh and russia is sending Sergey lazarev so they're doing better than some of the other than some of the nations but also that only goes so far
1: the next one that we're going to be talking about is Albania and Yonita Maliki's Kthayu Tokus. So Albania was the first to select their song back in December. Yonita uh, won the Festivali i Congas. She is a huge star in Albania. Uh, prolific music career. She's a fashion icon. Uh, she's appeared on a whole bunch of reality competitions, not as a competitor necessarily, but uh, she's been a judge on The Voice. She read the contestants for filth on Big Brother. I still need to find <laughs> clips of that. She's been at a few of the pre-party performances and has delivered a stellar vocal of this song. And the song's co-writer, Ariona Ruschidi, was talking about this song in an interview recently, and... Uh, her philosophy about Eurovision is that every entry should have elements of cultural heritage. Otherwise, all the songs would sound the same, which I think is a pretty good description of what is happening this year at Eurovision, which yeah. I think is one of the good things about this year's field. And I think this song definitely embodies that f- philosophy. It, the song is going to stay in Albanian, and the video was sharing the message on like how like Albania is kind of coping with a brain drain that is going on there and it's just like encouraging people to like stay in their homeland. Yeah, it it's, yeah, it, it's, it's a really interesting entry. What agreed, what do you think agreed. of this one? And
0: like I really agree with that songwriter's opinion that like I think the the Eurovision entries that stick in my head the most are the ones that really manage to blend cultural heritage with what's going on in pop music. Mhm. I give this one big points for staying in Albanian. Mhm. And Albanian pop singers are having a moment right now in American pop. Like, you have singers like Ava Max, you have Rexa, uh known as no, my my, my, my <laughs> Your enemy. favorite. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> my nemesis. Um, yeah. She's, she's fine. She's fine. I'm a Mess is a, a lovely song that has worked its way into my playlist. I have been really impressed with Yonita's vocals. Like, in the pre-events that she's done, she has kind of blown me away with how well this sounds live. Mm-hmm.
1: If I did have one concern, it's with the styling and kind of uncertainty of the stage presentation. So, back when uh, FIK was happening in December, mm-hmm. in the semi final performance where it was supposed to be like Eurovision night and how this is going to be on the Eurovision stage, she had a group of dancers behind her and like the dance really had nothing to do with the song. Like, the, nothing was connecting in that performance, and I was surprised that the song advanced. When she did her final performance, it was just her on stage with video playing in the background of like various cityscapes and other kind of animations, and that was a much more solid performance. Hopefully, it'll be something... A little bit more on the minimalism
0: yeah. Like side. I can see this working yeah. really, really well with a relatively pared back performance from Yonita. Just like her at a microphone singing the song real well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just some big sweeping camera motions just uh, to really work with the sense of drama that I feel like the song has.
1: Yeah, effective lighting could work in this song's favor. And just really smart camera choices and just really drawing the person into... performance and so it's more of a conversation between her and the listener Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah but i'm optimistic about this one like i I think like like
0: like, this was literally the first song that we heard this season and when it first came out i'm like okay cool i have no clue what this feels like in the larger field where where is it going to slot in and like now that it's here this is the one that has surprised me with like how high it is like climbed in my rankings it's really grown on me yeah, they did a really good job with the revamp. And
1: I think whoever is in charge of the
0: delegation,
1: assuming it's the same people who revamped Albania last year, they're figuring stuff out. And it's exciting. Yes. I'm, I'm, good job, Albania.
0: Yeah, you did so. it. Let's move on to Norway's entry this year, uh, k and Spirit in the Sky. I hear you calling me at night. And So Keno is a super group that was created especially for NRK's Melody Grand Prix this year. I feel like at least one, if not both of like the main singers have popped up there before would not surprise me. Uh, but like, the, you know, just went to the lab that is the recording studio. And we're like, okay, we're going to do it this year. We're going to win. That kind of is the thing I don't like about this song is that the the male vocal line and the female vocal line feel like very different songs that are just happening in the same three minutes. And also we sprinkled some yoik on top of it.
1: This one kind of reminds me of Montenegro's entry in a way where it's just like, oh, we've got three singers and they're all competing. To <laughs> and the they're first. all here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, th- I think they're doing a much better job of montenegro of kind of figuring out like kind of balancing each other sort of in a rock paper scissors formation oh, oh yeah no like the, they're they
0: singing different songs but the songs are cousins right
1: yeah i think i i don't know how soon before uh melody grand prix they were thrown together i think since they were selected they've They've worked together enough to kind of
0: figure out like their strengths and weaknesses. Now that we're definitely a unit that has to hang out until Eurovision happens.
1: Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're still working together. They mm-hmm. did release a cover of "Shallow."
0: They did, uh, and like week. it is relentlessly chipper. Uh, yes. It is, it is uh, <laughs> thirty seconds longer than the original somehow, and I dock points for sort of passing the the Lady Gaga uh, guttural line over to the Yoik singer and mm-hmm. not having another vocalist like hitting those notes too. On one hand I don't like how the various parts of the song feel very disparate. On the other hand I appreciate how goofy this song is in a, in a semi file that definitely that desperately needed some sunshine and some goofiness.
1: Yeah and even though I'm not really a fan of this song and to be fair I wasn't really a fan of Monsters last year either mm-hmm. which the song is very reminiscent of but Despite my not liking it, I am fairly convinced that this could win. Not that I'm advocating mm-hmm. for it, but right.
0: Oh yeah, no, I, I, I totally, I totally agree with you. Is that this doesn't feel like it's necessarily my favorite, and it, my opinion of it has kind of done a 180. Like when I first heard it, I, I, I had an allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but over time, I'm like, oh no, this is this is fun, and and again, this this second semifinal needs some fun. But Mm. I can totally see this being like someone's seven point entry, and if it's a lot of people's seven point entries, oh uh, yeah, that adds up.
1: Yeah, I don't see this one as being super divisive. Like me saying I'm not a fan of it is the harshest critique I've seen of this song. Like most people are, at worst, indifferent about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So people who like it really, really like it. So I could see this ending up like in in these sort of six, seven, eight. The occasional ten position, but if you get that from like forty juries and forty televotes, that can get you more than five hundred points, and I think that's going to be more than enough to win this year's contest. Yeah, and uh, it- particularly once the gamesmanship with the juries and like all of the obvious favorites, where they're just going to be like, oh, we're going to throw twelve points to
0: um uh Ireland. I don't know. Yeah, just <laughs> so yeah. Well, yeah, because like last year, I feel like toy just had a definitive lead and fuego Mm -hmm. came very close yeah but toy was just running laps around it in terms of sort of public perception i don't feel like we have something that's running away with public perception this year
1: oh no and
0: we we have a leader we have you know the netherlands has been in the lead since it came out but i don't think it had like i think that that anything in like the top six or seven with the bookies right now it's anybody's game
1: yeah yeah, and like just with the various uh fan group polls that are coming out, the top of the field is only separated by a handful of points. Like right. a small handful of points. So it's just like it's gonna be close and I could see Norway just sneaking in just mm-hmm. because everybody else is just a little too cute with how they're giving out
0: their points. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate what this one is doing, just as kind of a a, a much needed jolt in mm-hmm. in this this part of the second semifinal, it, it's nice. It, it's slotted nicely mm-hmm. where it's going to kind of amp things up again as we head into the the end of the semi.
1: If and when it does get to the final, it's going to be one of the few beams of sunshine in the final too. Like, yeah, it's it, it's, yeah, it's a just, down year. Yeah, like <laughs> this is this is one of the only upbeat entries. Yeah, just so. uh, yeah
0: just everybody is just like we are depressed and north like we brought coffee. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we brought coffee for everyone. Um, see
1: Denmark, that's how you
0: read the room. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see this one having a path to victory. It feels a little unexpected. Yeah.
1: Next up on the list is the Netherlands and Duncan Lawrence with Arcade. So Duncan first came to prominence on The Voice of Holland, uh, where he was coached by Ilse DeLange. She was one half of the group that represented Netherlands in 2014. He made it, I believe, to the semifinals of uh, The Voice. And yeah, it's just been kind of working on his craft since then. This song was internally selected and the selection committee was instantly blown away by this song so much so that now the various cities in the netherlands are already drawing up hosting plans for next year in the event that duncan is able to take the victory so i think every country should have this they shouldn't Mm -hmm. be like completely taken by surprise Be like oh we won now what do we do yeah like, no that, that that's not good no that's but, not great like you shouldn't be issuing press releases about like oh well the hague has selected this park as the location of the
0: eurovision village so <laughs> yeah, it's like hey can you guys cool it for like five seconds i know the dutch and i know the dutch really love love eurovision mm-hmm. that's great i love it but also just like let's let's just wait for like five five seconds i mean internal selection has worked very well for them They put a lot of hype behind this song and were like, we're so excited about our artists and what we have cooked up. And then it came out, I was like, okay, this is fine. This is fine. It just feels very normal in a year where everybody is just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping that it sticks. Mm -hmm. I don't want to reward just being fine.
1: Yeah, like this is really feeling kind of like how I felt with uh, Only Teardrops, where... Mm -hmm like everybody was instantly excited about that one. It's like it's fine, but like just trying to get excited about it because it's like it's very likely that it's going to win and if they win, I'm not I'm not going to be upset about possibly planning a trip to the Netherlands next year. I think that'd be great. But yeah, but, uh, uh,
0: yeah there's yeah. just
1: like I think part of it is the lyrics for this just feel so labored. Yeah,
0: yes. Yes.
1: And yeah, like it it be something that I would normally say, "Oh, could you just take like one more pass at it?" But I'm just worried that they're just going to try to fit it more in seven yeah. more. Yeah, and like and the, the
0: one line that does it for me that I just don't like is how many pennies in the slot. Ugh
1: that that one drives me up because the wall. there
0: is so much other thematic material that works that that line just feels unnecessary.
1: Mm-hmm. For me, it like instantly brings in the expression of uh a broken lock accepts many keys which is just so infuriating and it also kind of reminds me of uh greg brady in the brady bunch movie where he's just like <laughs> carrying his guitar and his little portable amp and he's just like oh hey there groovy chick clowns never laughed before beanstalks never grew it's just like it's just so earnest and Unaware of its surroundings, yeah. <laughs> that it's just like, uh, yeah, okay. So, so
0: like a metaphor that I thought of. As long as we're talking about tortured metaphors uh, mm-hmm. on this program, the makeup of this year's Eurovision song contest is just kind of the monsters, in that it's a bunch of weird, kooky things. Uh-huh. Uh, and this is Marilyn, and Marilyn yeah. is fine. Marilyn <laughs> is beautiful. <laughs> Marilyn is normal amongst, you know, a Frankenstein and and a Wolfman. Yeah. And whatever Hitari is in this family, yeah, uh, <laughs> and all of them are much more interesting than Marilyn. Marilyn does not get the good plots. I'm
1: also just curious, like, how is this going to be staged? In yes, uh, is it? Uh, in a, yeah, in a way that is going to draw in people who aren't already on board fans of the song. Yeah, because yeah. I think I think that's that's the sticking point. Where it's like, I'm not on board with like if 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 I had a vote, this certainly would not be getting my 12 points. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, and I'm just like, "Okay, cool. What are you going to do? You're going to just do dramatic lighting and like some water imagery on the screens. Cool. We've never seen that before."
1: They also aren't going to put it in like an arcade setting cuz that's just way too uh, frantic for
0: Yeah, no. The, the, the song? No, you you mm. can, you just can't you can't stick some pinball machines and, and fix this. Mhm. Yeah. Okay, so, so I'm going to pitch an idea here and it's real weird, but you know what? This this entry needs real weird. Okay. Okay. So Duncan is hooked to a crane, you know, just like, and just like, like second verse, they just start lifting it. I don't know where this goes from there. Just that he's just like in the air instead of behind a piano because they're going to stick him behind a piano. And like, maybe the crane breaks midway through.
1: That just like drops him like into a pile of no. other Duncan's. Oh, no, or... no, 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 <laughs> no, no,
0: Oh, I do. like I do like that though. Okay. Oh. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Just like, just like. What if if a claw machine? Um, Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I thought that's what you meant. No, no, I I was just like, no, the crane's going to pick him up and he's just in the air for some reason, and that never quite resolves itself. Hmm. But it's a metaphor, a metaphor for what you ask, and that's when I disappear in a poof of smoke. Well, I mean, if Australia's staging
1: uh, has Kate Miller Heideki flying around the stage, they may already have the crane there. Mm
0: -hmm. So, Well, exactly, as long as the wiring is there. Right. And they used yeah. it in the first semifinal, might as well in the second. We have the deposit for the whole week, <laughs> yeah. so. <laughs> uh, yeah, call us Eurovision. We have ideas. We have ideas. So. <laughs> we are very affordable. Next in the lineup is North Macedonia and Tamara Tedeska with Proud. Show them what it means to stand up proudly. Tell them this is me. so Tamara, much like sergey is no stranger to eurovision she actually competed in 2008 Uh, she finished 10th that year which should have been good enough to get to the final but that was that weird year where they decided instead of letting the 10th place automatically go through like they've done in most years they just gave a wild card to the jury and the jury said no sweden goes through poor poor, (laughs) poor north macedonia yeah um because, like, they, they kind of get the short straw at most years. Her sister is Tihana, who represented uh, the former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia in 2014, and Tamara sang backup. Oh, and uh, this is also the first time the country is going to be competing as North Macedonia, since they are the former former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia.
1: I hope they make a big deal about that, because I, I, I feel like that it's just not been talked about enough. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: <laughs> and
1: it's such a tongue twister. But it's interesting that you mentioned the getting the short straw. Mm -hmm. uh i i feel like this placement in the lineup was kind of a gift to or or at least a make good
0: the producers were very kind to both san marino and north macedonia i felt which Mm -hmm. like both of those nations kind of kind of working from the bottom i mean i think that north macedonia is very lucky because like this is a real ballad heavy uh second semi-final so to be a ballad and to get stuck in the second half and this later half in particular where there's not a ton of ballads Mm-hmm. Is good for them because it means that their ballot will be at the front of your brain when it's voting time. Yeah, hope hopefully.
1: Yeah, I mean the song is fine. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so tired of that being the like, general consensus of like all <laughs> of these better, songs. Europe. It's fine. Uh, I think she's going to perform it well. Yes. Uh there's oh, a yeah, video like... of her doing a uh, like a live performance on like a morning chat show or something, and she sounds great. I'm not worried about her ability to perform the song.
0: No, the thing I'm worried about is that staging is not north macedonia's forte. Last year, mm. I was the only person in the world who liked their song, but their staging did not help. So are you
1: saying that if tomorrow wears the backwards men's pink suit jacket that might boost her chances? No, that or... would not do well. <laughs> as, as, like
0: history has proven I was bending over backwards to go, "No, it's it's fine. They're going to get through yeah. a 10th place, you'll see." I was correct. No, I was wrong. I was dead yeah. wrong. Oh. Um this feels like a real easy staging to me. The theme of this song is empowered women. So just like put on a DVD of Captain Marvel in the backdrop.
1: Yeah, that, or, or, you that know, was... Gal
0: Gadot's there. How about Wonder Woman?
1: hmm Yeah. I mean, the Captain Marvel thing, like seeing that movie and there was a montage in there of all of these young women that are standing up after falling down or getting knocked down. And as I'm watching, it's like, could they not get the rights to this song or like like i honestly could have been p-
0: playing over that but yeah montage. no just crisp and, black and white footage of of strong women that's all that mm-hmm. this needs i think it could work as long
1: as it's not oh when was that 20 was it france's performance not 2016 it must have been 2015 where it's the woman singing and then there's like the led army behind her like with a drum line
0: or whatever yeah, like something, I, so, I i yeah i vaguely yeah, remember and, the entry.
1: yeah it needs to be like video video of like actual women nothing from the uncanny valley mm-hmm. yes i think this one should get through like i i of the ballads and yes again this is a very ballad heavy semi-final i think it's one of the better ones and i think it's going to be one of the stronger performances mm-hmm. so yeah for north macedonia's sake yeah. It
0: should yeah get i through. think they've been given a real gift in this slot uh, in the mm-hmm. semi and like there's a big wide sea of meh in the semifinal yeah and i feel like they they have they have the 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 means to to rise above and like land in eighth place or seventh place
1: something catastrophic would have to happen
0: and i just don't see that happening just based on
1: the performances i've seen so far exactly so all right uh the last entry we get to talk about from the second semifinal is from azerbaijan it's Shingiz with truth it's so hard
0: to so show up about it Show up about it It's just too
1: So Shingaz won Azerbaijan's pop idol, and he also made it to the battle rounds of The Voice of Ukraine. So he definitely has the reality competition experience. He released a song at the beginning of this year that was kind of in more of an acoustic space, but mixing in some modern electronic beats as well. It's a pretty interesting combination. This song was written by Borislav Milanov, who co-wrote Bulgaria's last three entries. And Bulgaria has been doing well for itself, so that's uh, pretty good. And he also co-wrote Cesar Sampson's entry for Austria last year. Azerbaijan failed to make it to the final for the first time last year, so uh, I have a feeling they're pretty hungry to get back.
0: Yeah, I I would agree. (laughs) I mean, like, that felt like a shock, um, although... I mean, thinking about that song, like we had been saying leading up to it, like okay, it was yeah, on the it, bubble. It, this kind of yeah. belongs in the jewelry ad, but but it's Azerbaijan. They're good at throwing money at the problem, uh, and they yeah. didn't do a good job of that. Honestly, I'm kind of worried about this entry yeah. this year
1: for kind of the same reasons I was worried about Azerbaijan last year, where we didn't really get any live performances ahead of time, like up until like when rehearsal footage was released and. Like, the vocal f- last year was fine, but th- the main issue is Isil, last year's representative. She's from more of a jazz background, and I-, I think she described her sound as incorporating acid jazz. Last year's entry was not any of that. This year's entry, Shingas, seems to be f- coming from more of an acoustic place and not this sort of aggressive electronica-influenced in- pop. Mm-hmm and he seems to be rolling with it or at least seems enthusiastic from the videos but again like we haven't heard a real live vocal of it and it just seems kind of outside not his comfort zone but outside his lane Mm -hmm.
0: yeah well yeah because watching uh that clip of him at Uh, voice of ukraine Mm -hmm. and then or like a few weeks ago i feel like the azerbaijan released an acoustic version where he's performing like guitar and a lot of the other instruments on it it's Mm -hmm. still still very much like in that lane uh and then like the vocal on top is still very produced Uh, yeah
1: like it is heavy back track
0: yeah where i'm like okay so there's this guy and then there's the guy in the in the video for this song and they're the same person somehow
1: yeah and like his social media presence is kind of experiencing the same issue. Like they're, he's trying to do the social media influencer persona thirst trap kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't know how the kids uh, mm-hmm. talk about it, but like uh, no, 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 no. Er, like, you er,
0: painted a beautiful word picture for me. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, or it's just certainly a word cloud. Yeah, where, I'm, but, where, uh, <laughs> where I knew exactly what you meant by
0: by trying to be an Instagram influencer and failing.
1: Yeah, like he released a video on Monday morning. It's him in either his apartment or a hotel room or something. He's not wearing a shirt the chorus of truth is playing and he's like starting to dance to it and he starts lip syncing to the song which is like okay that's a weird choice but then he's like as he's dancing to it it's like okay he's just like trying to get like the uh Eurovision fans riled up but I'm also kind of expecting the dance dance revolution arrows to start (laughs) like filtering up the screen and I don't know what to do with this information Mm -hmm. like it's I want to hear what you sound like live and I don't Mm-hmm. I, I'm I have a feeling we're going to be unpleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Well, when what I roll think. Around.
0: So when Azerbaijan was sort of leading up to their announcement of their song, like they had a short list of like three or four artists. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if what was ha- if what had happened is they have Borislav Milanov this year uh, mm-hmm. with probably like one or two songs, and they just figure out who fit, which one they liked best and which artist worked best for that. And yes, he's written for Bulgaria the last three years, but Bulgaria kind of had diminishing returns. Like they came in second, which very good. But then they had Bones last year and that made it through, but kind of barely. And he's also responsible for Dance Alone, which did not qualify. Yeah. And and I think I think a few others where it's just like, okay, so he does have a good record part of the time. So the thing that doesn't work for me, and I think that is what's causing the dissonance for me, is that uh, this song feels really aggressive lyrically. Mm-hmm. in a way that i don't feel i i see in Shingus's public persona
1: right yes i i think that's it like he's like just trying to be like earnest and having a great time yeah but then they're he's trying to sell like us a really bad boy
0: bad. and like he's not a bad boy no no i have
1: to wonder if this was maybe originally intended for bulgaria and then bulgaria had to withdraw for budgetary reasons and then it's like oh well i guess i'll just shop this around mm-hmm. and uh, Yeah, and maybe, like, speaking of Greg Brady again, like a Johnny Bravo situation, where it's like, oh, well, he fits the suit. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he fits
0: the suit, and yeah. Hmm. But yeah, yeah, I'm really interested to see what this looks like at rehearsal, because the video for this is very striking. But I feel like you could also kind of put any Johnny Bravo in there, and it would have been a very visually striking video.
1: There could be some sort of X Factor that we just haven't seen Yet, which would be great for everyone. would be lovely do it yeah but yeah it it just feels like they're trying to hide something Mm -hmm. or like distract us from
0: yeah they are jingling their keys in front of us and there's something we're not paying attention to looking at this field i think this one is strong enough to get through but uh, this is another one where i'm just like I don't know how this does in the in the large field of like 26 songs. Yeah.
1: And I mean, even before not qualifying last year, Azerbaijan was experiencing diminishing returns Mm -hmm. like they were just going getting lower and lower on the scoreboard. And I can see this ultimately finishing definitely on the right hand of the scoreboard and possibly toward the bottom of the right hand side.
0: Yeah, there's there's some very strong stuff elsewhere in the field,
1: which is a shame because as an audio track. I do enjoy it, like, mm-hmm. despite the aggressive lyrics. Yeah. It's just like, oh, no, this this is a jam, but...
0: Mm-hmm. It's a jam, but, like, in a year where there's just a lot going on. Yeah, it's... it's... <laughs> okay, so this <laughs> is a weird parallel, but so I was reading an article about the script spelling bee, and, like, it's now no longer good enough to just spell all the words in the preliminary enough. You all, There's also a vocab test. There's also a bunch of things that before you get to the round on TV. And, yeah. like, it's not good enough this year to just be a jam. Huh. Yeah, that metaphor might not have made it. But. Well,
1: no, no, no. I'm, I'm just thinking about it and just like, wow. Because like, it's an issue that I've been having, like just kind of conceptualizing the second semifinal, where it's just like, I feel like with just about every song, it's like, oh, I don't think it's going to qualify. Ten of these songs yeah, are going that, to qualify. <laughs> the power of
0: math, ten of them will.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, well, if, if we just say that none of them will qualify, then that means all of them will qualify?
0: feel like that. Okay, so <laughs> thinking about this batch of six, uh, this yes. batch of six feels safe the the other 12 are the ones that are kind of fighting over the remaining four slots
1: i would say maybe azerbaijan Mm -hmm. would be number six in this group but that's still number six out of Mm ten so that's still qualifying uh, yeah 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 and i i i know sweden and switzerland yeah those those two are still safe. safe But yeah, I mean, there's still two, two definite wildcard spots mm-hmm. and there could be more of that floating around. Who knows? Yeah. So
0: Yeah, we jokingly said last week that this week was the bangers uh, mm-hmm. and they're, they're, they're a real soft batch of bangers, but they're here
1: yeah yeah like I, I i don't know if i'd necessarily call albania's entry a banger but like in in the grand scheme of things it's like oh this this bang it maybe not banger is this uh where the term slaps would be used <laughs> Yes, slap. Yes. Uh, <laughs> just, we're just ruining
0: all of the slang terms for the youths at this point i think that just about does it for this episode of the year what thank you as always for listening The Eurowhat Podcast is hosted by Ben Smith, that's me, and Mike McComb. That's me. You can find us on our website at Eurowhat.com and on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Eurowhat. We'd love to hear your questions and comments. You can subscribe to the Eurowhat on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or the podcast app of your choice. Rating and reviewing the podcast when you subscribe also helps other Eurovision fans find us. Please continue doing that. Uh, We'll be back next week to try and make sense of what's new in Eurovision.